This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. This week, our recommendation is Fireside, the Irish storytelling podcast, Kevin C. Olahan. I love this sort of stuff. If you're in any way into the myths and legends and secrets of uh, what the hell scares you at night or <laughs> is the history of Ireland, this the is the folklore. podcast for you. Uh, folklore all over the gaff, really. Uh, and there's like, I'm looking here, there's like 130 episodes uh, already. So you have a lot to catch up on. Oh my God, you'll never see a human being in the same light again if you listen to this. Uh, fantastic. So that's our recommendation this week. You look at the names of the episodes, in fairness. The Sprightly Tailor, The Hawk of Ackle, Conal Yellowclaw, Part 1, The Manor of Tara. This is fucking brilliant. I can't wait to listen to this. I can't believe I didn't know this was a thing. I love this, this type of stuff so much. This is the whole point of this, why we cross-promote. Oh, seriously, The Field of Garters. That sounds filthy, actually. Witch horns. Oh, how's your witch for a the horn? The Enchanting Earl, The Twelve Wild Geese. Oh, man. This is what the promo sounds like. Once upon a time. Fireside is the Irish storytelling podcast. Every week we breathe new life into old stories from folklore and mythology, from the mysterious landing of the old Celtic gods to the epic wars fought by Cúchulainn and Queen Maeve, right down to the petty squabbles between headstrong mortals and roguish fairies. We already have a huge collection available with a new episode every Wednesday. This is not just a podcast for folklore fiends, but for anyone who enjoys a good story. And who doesn't love a good story? My name is Kevin C. Olhan, and I am your host and your fireside bard. Wherever you are in the world, you can always join me by the fireside. Ladies and gentlemen... You're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. How's your week been? Oh yeah, grand, yeah. I mean, grand, yeah. It's a bit of a pain in the fucking hairy bits that we uh, now are, don't have the fifth to look forward to. But is, that, is that officially has that Oh, officially it is official. Said? It is. They're fucking yeah. doing their usual thing where they release a little bit of information and then they don't, you know. And uh, what does, uh, it'll be, what it'll be? The 19th of fucking arsery. It'll be some other time. It'll be the pushed off. The 19th of August is my birthday. Um, it'll be the 19th of July, I'd say, is what they're going to say. So this is our weeks. guess they're now. They're going to push it at two weeks. I know nothing. So this but is like I, the UK. I know nothing. So this is like the UK. Let me see. Does does Richard Chambers or any, has anybody has a reliable source put anything up? I did see a bar close by that said that near me that was like that's amazing. We've just ordered all of our for the first time in eighteen months. 
because you're giving us the fifth. We've just ordered all of our beer, all of our mixers. A spar? No, a bar. Oh, a bar. And they, I was like, what the fuck does that mean to a spar? Open? I was like, um, a spar, so I'm suddenly... They've, yeah. like, they've literally just spent their time, do you know what I mean, ordering everything, waiting for this day, because there was a web up, and now you've given us no notification and I have like thousands of euro worth of gear. Yeah, it's fucked. It's, I, I'm so, I'm actually angry about it. Like, I mean, if they got to do it, they got to do it. But tell me this, right? Yeah. If everybody is already vaccinated, that's vulnerable, right? And there's not, and this new variant, this new Delta fucking plus, it's starting to sound like fucking shampoo. Isn't it? It's starting to sound like fucking shampoo. Oh, you're on the Delta? Oh, no, I use the Delta Plus, yeah. But you need to use a Pfizer conditioner to get the fucking best out of it. Um, so it's starting to feel like a shampoo. Uh, and so you've all got this, right? So it's, and it, it still works against it, right? Right. The vaccine still works yeah, against it. Yeah, you just don't, you won't be hospitalised and it won't make you very, yeah, very so, sick. So what's the fucking point anymore? Like, sure, if all we're getting is the people, if the only people who are going to catch it now are, are at a level where they're just going to be mildly sick because they're young and they're healthy or whatever and like high-risk people of that age group and the oldies and the middle-aged shit, the beds like me. Mm. If we're all vaccinated, then who gives a fuck, right? Mm. And are we not at that stage yet, no? So this, I... What's the, I, like, I why, is, why are we still worrying about this at this stage this is then? My, th- is I, it not like the time to let her rip? Like, if you let her rip now um, and nobody gets sick or people get sick but the, the people aren't at harm, what am I missing? I'm I'm quite willing to be educated on this. No, I'm not so saying I'm, I'm, I'm not doing my whole. Why do we do this? And like when you're trying to say that you're right, I don't know. I obviously I'm I'm missing something here. I, I, I think I'm the same. I said it to Joey the other night, and then I was like, because I've purposely stopped watching the news. Now Al might know because you know the way Al does. No, me and Al had this conversation oh, no, before okay. you came in, and we were both shaking oh, our heads. Okay. In we, we probably we need a scientist of some description. But so. Yeah, I not heard... Luke O'Neill because no. I'm sick of his positivity now. I'm fucking done with that. Um, I'm pissed off now with all this positive shit. Every time you, you, you give us positivity and then you trip us up, they can all fuck off with all of that now. My I'm question done with all of that is... now. I want people to just tell me, here's why we're worried. You know? I saw Kira Kelly t- and I kind of, I think Kira Kelly is a good leveller in terms of, because obviously she has the medical background. Yeah, by the way, I do think Luke O'Neill's brilliant, but I just want, you know, I mean, no, this I is, the emotion's for, getting the better of me. I, 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 I like the fella. I'm just sick of the positivity around it. But I, like, so here, I'm going to ask you, I don't know whether you guys discussed this before I came in, but this is the question I asked Joey the other day. And again, I would love someone to to tell me, exactly as you say, and educate me as to the difference of it, right? But yeah. that we're, so every single, I don't look at them anymore, but the numbers are still, every week or every night, down, down, they down. put the numbers up, right? So they oh, go, up? no, like as in oh, they're yeah, yeah. two, they put them up, like as in 258, 332, yeah. 292, 304. At night in, night out, they go up. And then it says, so the, I think the cases in ICU are like, is 11 people in ICU? I don't know. We've and only 30 got, we've got 40 around odd the country, in the hospital or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever that is, right? And so I, I said to Joey the other night, I was like, I, no, I, I'm not comparing the two, but please stick with me on my naivety on this, right? Before we ever knew about COVID, yeah, right? And we had flu, like, pro- now I mean, I don't mean a bloke gun, I got a bit of a cold. I mean, proper flu. Flu that's dangerous for pregnant women. Flu that's dangerous for our vulnerable. Flu that's dangerous for the most compromised, right? Yeah. That if we were to go around the country and swab every single person who had the actual flu, how yeah. many hundred people would there be? And how many people would be in hospital with the flu, right? And I get it that the flu and COVID aren't the same thing and no. the COVID is way more vicious. It's more like a cold than the flu. Yeah, So, but are we more... Are we at a point now that it's like... It kind of almost is at the same. Do you know what I mean? It's like, but if you were to swab people to say... 
that two summers ago. You know what I mean? Like as in we're, we're, we're vaccinated against, the majority of people are now vaccinated against it. If you have Pfizer or AstraZeneca and even if you get this new Delta variant, you won't end up critically ill dying in yeah. hospital. There's like a 0.1% of younger generation who are the least vulnerable that could end up very, very sick with it. But in turn, they could end up with going on a plane and getting deep vein thrombosis or doing the same. So yeah. it's like... I, I'm kind of not understanding why we're still showing the figures, why we're not moving forward. This is what I don't know. This why, is what I'm asking you. Yeah, but that's I what I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. Whereas I, up until now, I've gone, okay, but now I'm like, I know it's a bit simplistic to go, but if two years ago you swabbed for actual flu, I think if you swabbed two years ago for real flu, you'd have 2,000 cases. I don't know. Kind of, it's, you know. But you know what I mean? As in, but and this is why I totally agree with you. I know they the same thing. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, if I we need to do more. Grant, I'm quite happy to do more. I want to do everything I can. But what else can we but do? I don't, I don't fucking know. That's why I'm lost. I'm, I'm lost. I've come out this end of it now going, right, what, is the, what, are, what are we doing? Why are we still like this? So I'm not, everything you just said makes perfect sense to me. Everything you just said makes perfect sense to me. Everything you said just makes perfect sense to me. But then I we don't. have a problem. But then we um, do have a problem. But like <laughs> everywhere, if you look at everywhere else in Europe, I get it. I that know, look at the Euros. Look at the Euros and, the, and like the way they have all the these stadium, people in the stadium. There's a stadium the other night that 25,000 people in it. Oh, well, Budapest, um, Hungary is a different case. I think that's a different case. They're just, let, they are the... They did an antigen test. They're a hundred. They're a hundred percent capacity, right? I don't. I don't think a hundred percent capacity is probably the way to go. Did both have a game the other night? Yes, one hundred people. How did they do it? We talked about this before. Did you get well, to go? That's the capacity. Well, I had to volunteer to work to get in. So I did. It was oh, grand. Yeah, you did I enjoyed enjoy it. it. Yes, I did. Yeah, I didn't get a ticket because I wasn't. I wasn't in the selected membership oh, at the time. Okay, okay. So I volunteered to work. They still needed people. So that was grand. So I got okay. in. Yeah, so brilliant. It was, and it was fantastic. Holy shit! The bed and Almighty. Won, it they? was they fantastic, Rovers. and they beat Rovers, and it was one of the best nights for me. <laughs> I have to, you know, it was just brilliant. It was brilliant well, for, you for me. You didn't stand up in the in the. Is that what you were working No, I wasn't. No, no. In I was, the dressing room. I was doing the names outside. Stop uh, it. Yes, which is, which is like brutal for me uh, because I feel weird. But anyway, look, I was doing it. Chatting I'm, to people. It was a great night. Yeah, chatting to people, yeah. And it was so amazing to get back out. But still, it was only 100 people. 100. Right. Yeah. 100. But now, how many people were at the Komogi final? Two and a half thousand? Well, broker? I don't, was there? Right, okay, and that's a, whatever capacity. It's 80, it's 80, 82,000, 85,000 full. Well, yeah. you're taking the hill into consideration. And they're only letting 2,000 whatever I mean, in. I think, no, that could be me grossly exaggerating that there was 2,000 well, well, people. Well, like, that's final. still very, 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 tiny. very minimal compared yeah. to the rest of Europe. It's not even 10%. So I'm starting to feel a little bit hard done by when it comes mm. to the rest of Europe. I'm starting to think, well, if they're all able to do this and they're able to do it semi-safely, then why can't we do it? If everybody, say, if everybody that we needed to be made safe for vaccines has been made safe for vaccines, then what the fuck is going on? That's the question. I know, like, that is the question. I love get to it. hear the answer if somebody can say this is why can and I go yeah Grant Alan? 100% I, I'm willing to do it yeah we but, get Luke O'Neill in no problem no, <laughs> no. <laughs> and not Sam McConkie too depressing <laughs> can we find a new super new scientist who's been hiding for the I past 18 months that can explain this period that we're in at the moment because I think everybody's got the same questions more or less if they're yeah. not like now I know there's people out there who read Facebook every day and go I'll tell you why the new world order is a thing where I met a fella right this, this is serious like I'm not even joking I know a fella I know this man right? right now we're not friends thankfully but I know him okay he is now telling me that because we've been vaccinated right yeah lads right yeah. we're all sterile now our sperm is dead right oh 
be good for Joey and but I. But they'll never tell us that our sperm is dead. They'll never tell us. Right. right? So we're gone. You and Joey are safe. Yeah. Joey's Joey has dead flu. We all have dead flu. We're all gone. Right? Dead flu. We all have dead flu. And he is now working on it. He doesn't know how he's going to do it, but he's going to make his millions selling his sperm when this is all exposed. This is his lifetime plan. He's not even fucking around. He quite this literally is, wants to be, though. Well, I don't know. He doesn't even know. Oh, he he, he's to trying to work out sperm. how to get it from his um, his business into someone else's business the vessel as a transaction. The, the vessel. Yeah, he, well, he's sure. Man, there's fucking crazy people out there. Like, there's crazy. Oh. He's 100%. Like, he is. this is the deal. This is the deal. But there's still, he's, but people are like, so I think that there's... That's how shit is growing, of, though, isn't it? There's an... A nor- like there's the normal people like as they're not normal people but there's people just trying to to get integrate back into society and then there's the people who are have the that we've all been injected with 5G and that we're all part of a big global experiment and you have all of that that side and then you have the complete and utter like still COVID terrified you know it's still out there it's still very rampant we still need to be like who yeah. are you with what does the HSC say about you know like there's so it's all that like I will look I'll be fucking straight up honest I went to Marks and Spencer's which I need to stay in my own lane because I shouldn't be in Marks and Spencer's in the first place but anyways my way of getting there uh, sure. I'd love to go I to Marks and Spencer's with Spencers. you. I'd love to go to Marks and Spencer's I'll with you. I'll bring it anytime. I would. I would love that. Just so, for a, a, a stroll around the Percy Pigs. Oh, that's what I, I did, right? Bit, yeah. I went for the food. And then <laughs> I was debating maybe going to get fit for a bra. And then I was like, oh, it's too hot, too sweaty. Anyway, I didn't want to expose anybody to that. So, but I needed to cough. Oh, yeah, All I needed to do was go... <clears throat> Oh, and just I, that, that's not even a cough. No, I just your throat. I had like a little piece of flint or uh, something for like my that. mask. Yeah, I just want to go. <clears throat> so I went, don't cough. You were freaked. I had a full on fucking panic attack. Because you thought other people would think you were walking around with, with COVID. COVID. I was terrified to the point I got the, that I got to the counter and the lady at the counter, her name was Lorraine. And she was a proper ma because she just went like that, move. And I was like, oh my God, now I'm getting taken out of the queue because I have. And she just went, pressed the button, opened the two doors. She was like, take your mask off. And then I'm crying. Stop I'm it. You got such, this upset. I was so upset. I was, But I was having, I couldn't catch, because you know when you start stifling your breath, you start to stifle your, like I couldn't catch my breath then. Yeah, yeah. And it was like stiflingly warm on my Marks and Spencer's. So she opened the two double doors and the cold air just hit me and she said, take your mask off. So I'm trying to shake, telling her that I'm fully vaccinated and she's trying to hand me water. So I had a drink of the water. Like did a big like <coughs> cough, put my mask back on. She's like, take a breath. Went over. She's like, now 103 euro. And I handed her my card. Like it was the most unfuss. So she must be seeing this all the time then. And that's what she said to me. She said, everybody is doing it. She said, Every-, and it's roasting hot outside. She was like, people are wearing masks. It's really warm. And she goes, and people are out in shops. And we, we like, I haven't wandered around a clothes shop in months. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Like I actually was just, com- I got completely overwhelmed, needed to cough and then went, oh Jesus, don't cough. Because if you cough, people will think that you have COVID. Then got myself in a worse state about it. But that, like, I'm kind of struggling with that, like, trying to get back into yeah. society. Yeah. Like even the other night we when we turned up outside your gaff, uh, we had a baby. So my mom was, was like, very oh, weird. I know, I'll tell, we'll talk about that. I got a, a picture from them standing out, out of the, of the outside of my house. Her and Joey sent me a picture of the two of them outside my house as I was in bed. <laughs> That's very weird I shit. Said, I said to Joey, like, take a picture. I'm like, they've never been in my house. Like, did they've did never you get s- out of bed? No, I didn't. I lay there like, like all, like, I should have called the guards. 
It was a deeply uncomfortable, weird situation we were to be in. already gone at that stage. And then you made the most incredible observation ever. Do you know what? I was talking <laughs> to someone only last week, and like, you know, my friend from Kalini, right? <laughs> and she, my friend from Kalini. Yeah, Una, right? Oh, okay. So I was talking to Una. Oh, writer Una. Yeah, writer oh, yeah, Una, who deadly. I work with, right? Yeah. I, I love Una, right? And Una's like, you know, she's got this, you know, the she's got a husky kind of north side or south side accent, you know. And she's and she was there going, I think I have it. She goes, I know I'm gonna make a sweeping generalization. She goes, You're not gonna like, she goes, right? <laughs> and she was like, when it comes to men, you know, she was there in the south side, we have entitled wankers who think they can ride you whenever they want, type of lads, and we yeah. have all this, and they think they can do whatever they want, right? She goes, But and that's on the south side. She goes, but on the north side. What we have is macho bastards, right? I should say, like, yeah, all this, every time you meet each other, it's, hey, how's it going? What's it? How's your flu? Why did you watch that match? You have to, do, she says, I have to, en- every time you meet someone, she goes, I have to endure 30 minutes of, ah, let's exclude all the women here when we talk about football and I oh, fucking want to tell her on a horse and how big your school bag was. Ah, I was there, fuck off. This is not true, right? And she goes, no, it's just an observation. She's there, you got this macho bullshit going on that she said, I never saw growing up she goes you got this macho bullshit I was there well I don't think it's macho bullshit I think you're bullying me which is just me trying to end the conversation uh, I have but, to go now but the, and then I was like okay I'm thinking about this and then Suzanne sends me a message and it's the most odd and perfect generalisation about Northside people I have ever heard in my life you says why are people on the Northside always carrying things I was like, that is why the that? greatest we are always carrying things. We always have. No, We're no, always no. carrying things. And I, that day I was out and I had my sunblock and my keys and my little wallet and I had my jumper and my light jacket. I was, I was out for my walk. I was carrying things. And then you were like, I don't know why you people are always carrying things. It's something on the north side. It's flat. <laughs> it's and you're very, always carrying things. very flat. But I said, I said it to Joey. Things. And Joey's like, why did you? Where, and I went, Where? did you ever notice that though? They're always... And as soon as we crossed over the Liffey, no one was carrying anything. But maybe that falls down to Una's thing over a sense of entitlement is that we just order to our gaffs. I don't know what that is. Like, why would these people go to the shop? Everyone does that now, don't they? And they they go, would you like like that delivered? And they on the north side, they go, no, I'll carry it home with a big box. And on the (laughs) south side, they go, yes, please, I'll pay the five euro delivery. I don't know. I can't figure it out, but it's a definite, it's a very real thing. There's a lot of carrying going on. Next time you're on the north side, watch out for the carriers. And I think that's carrying stuff everywhere. And I don't think it's an economic divide thing. I think like it's from from Malahide to Ballymun. Oh no, it's across the board. Carrying shit. No, it's across the board. Yeah, we're all carrying shit. We went from Hoth all the way in through Sheriff Street. Like so, you're going from one extreme. And people were carrying things. There was people carrying things everywhere. And then you went from Rings End to through fucking sandy mountain. Everyone's no No one's carrying anything. What a weirdly amazing thing. Yeah, do you know something? I think you're right. Because I, I remember, like, there was this one time uh, Leinster were playing in uh, the Aviva and the dubs were on in Crow Park oh, at the well, same day. It's a cl- culture clash. Yeah, and I was living in Dunleary, right? Oh, and I think I remember telling you this. So that meant I had to cross the toll bridge to get to Crow Park, right? And talk about the crossing of cultures. It's what I can only imagine was like when they called them um, partition in India to make Pakistan and India and the two people who were once the same just went different directions right so he always so heading south on the uh, on the toll bridge right heading to the Aviva oh you're going across over at down at the at the, at the, to- at the actual at the toll bridge yeah, yeah. so uh, literally on the Liffey heading yeah. southwards where people with picnic baskets and blankets for the match 
you know, and they were like, yeah, you know, the little, little snipes, the little snipes and all that. Yeah, yeah. they're heading to the match. Little pair of shoes Lester, and dubs. Lester, you know this carry they're on. Not, it's, a, it's more of a <laughs> you know this, it's not. It's not aggressive. Yeah, it was all this, and like, the, and everybody was like, it was all. Uh, bo- you, see, you just everyone was like, you, you just nearly. Went. <laughs> I was like, everyone was like boat shoes. Oh, blue. They were all boat shoes. No deck sho- shoes. Boat shoes, or yeah. whatever they're called, deck shoes. Dubes. Deck, de- deck, deck, dubes, and fucking canvas shorts. It was all that carry on. Okay. Heading that way, and the other way, it was like it was a different world, but you've, it was chickens. It was fucking roast chickens in a bag, and people were like, come on, you boys in blue. Come on, you boys in blue. I got six cans and the chicken boys in blue. It was all that shit. It was chicken rolls and sacks of Polish beer heading towards the office. The walk to Croker when you cross over amazing. is bizarre. But the fact that two matches were on at the same yeah. day. And, then, and then you're like, there is still... And quite literally, everybody's the boys in blue, but they're very different boys in blue. They're very di- they're, yeah. yeah, it was two very different groups of boys in blue. Yeah. Fucking hell. Oh I don't know. God. I just thought it was a great observation. I, I don't know. You struck a nerve. You struck a very... You, yeah. Well, one, because I was outside your gaff taking a picture. That was weird. Which no. was weird. And yeah. then two, I just made a general observation that everybody on the north side carries stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but you like that. But, but you were out in Holt, right? We Did went you have any to, seagull experiences? No, we stayed in the car. Chris, Joey, like, they're huge. You know the kids on South William Street? Yeah. Nothing on the fucking Holt seagull. Nothing on the... I got my hair cut there as well, by the way. I was highly insulted during the week. Hair. I cut my hair, right? I was a different woman cut my hair. This is two weeks later, nearly. Oh. She took a fucking um, cutthroat razor onto the back of my head. So she goes, do you want, what do you want? I was there. It was a different woman to what I'm used to, right? Claire oh, wasn't change. there. Yeah, Claire wasn't there. So I was like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll run with this. I sit down. I'm trying we'll new things. And she was lovely. I was chatting to her, right? And she goes, what do you want? I was there just like zero on the sides and back and, you know, as short as you can make it so I don't have to brush it on the top, I says, right? And she's there grand. <laughs> what did I ask? <laughs> That's what I always what ask. What do you want? Her. Just so I don't have to brush it. Yeah, short, short enough so I don't have to put a brush to it. That's what I always ask, right? And she goes, no problem. She goes, skin fade. Well, yeah, okay, whatever. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's very young and trendy. Oh my God. She cut my hair with a fucking cutthroat razor. After, and then... I went to the butchers next door and I know the lads in the butchers, right? And your man goes to me, look at that haircut on you. You look like you should be throwing bottles on St. William Street, you bollocks. I was there, that's the fucking, you can't abuse your customers <laughs> like this. Is that you're a bit old to have a haircut like that, aren't you? There's more hair coming out of your ears than there is in the back of your heads. I was like, fucking, this is the, ch- I'm, okay, I will spend my sausage money somewhere else, you cheeky little fuck. I was all high I was all high well, While I'm here soldier. Give me four breasted chicken And yeah. the next time I'm not coming back How dare you Chicken balls and 12 sausages Thank you very much uh, so, so I was going to t- make a point I was going to tell you a story It doesn't matter Fuck it We told change. that story instead But uh, yeah change but, is good A change is good A change is good But I have to say getting it, uh, I don't know if I'll do it again It was very raw I kept slapping myself In the back of the Did head it feel I think nice? I found burnt marks I didn't know I had And everything Oh really Yeah I think so It felt, no, it felt lovely Feeling the yeah. Oshin loves the, the um when puff. he gets his haircut. He loves the feel, you know, like of the oh the razor, the razor. Yeah, after it goes on, he loves the feel of it. Yeah, yeah. like Velcro. Feels like he got he's Velcro head. Like, Feels like, like someone true. It's like that talking to you. And I'm like, okay, and he goes, it just feels. It's like very satisfying. Against the grain. Against, against the grain. The grain. Yeah, exactly against the grain. Did you listen to what PJ was saying before he distracted us with his hair? No, 
Uh, I was listening, but it doesn't uh, matter. Doesn't matter. It was hugely unimportant. Anyway, we're talking, sorry, about, we're talking uh, about Hoth and the Seagulls. Oh, Hoth and the Seagulls. Yeah. That's yeah. what I meant. I was talking about Hoth. So Hoth Seagulls are a different. But they're huge. I remember years ago, right, listening to this Joe Duffy show. Oh my god! <laughs> and it was at the start of the Seagulls being mental. Do you remember all this? Mm. The Seagulls, the Seagulls. People didn't realize Seagulls were bastards back then, right? Yeah. Or they didn't realize how mad they were getting. Uh, and this man <laughs> rang up. <laughs> how mad they were getting? And this man, it just shows you how hyperbole and people get carried away with bullshit, right? And there was this guy and he was there going to seagulls and they, oh, I had a fish in me mouth and he took the veer the fish out of me mouth and my wife got a fright and I had to get stitches on me lip. It was all this sort of talk, right? And then this other guy rang in and goes, come here, Joe. I was down there and I was on the hot seafront and we were eating our scampi and chips and all, right? And he goes, and a seagull came down and he swung down and stuck his claws into the shoulders of a child in a pram. Right, and he was going to fly away with the child. He had stuck his claws into the, and the child was bleeding and everything. And they had a guy on from Birdwatch Ireland, and I think his name is something real birdy. It's like Hatch, Ro- Robin Hatch. His second name is Hatch, Robin Hatch. Yeah, something like that. Same as something Hatch, right? And he just was like going, "Yeah, okay, th- these uh, or maybe it wasn't him. It doesn't anyway. fucking matter." But he goes, <laughs> "I digress." I digress. But he goes, "Okay, for a start, seagulls don't have claws." So this story it sounds a little bit far fetched to me. Like they have web feet. I saw it. They Joe. have web feet. I saw it. Joe. No, your man starts going, "Well, all I know is I seen an attack." <laughs> You're like, you didn't see an attack. You saw somebody trying, but the, the 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 bullshittery of it. So I know that there's no claws on them, right. but they are a different breed They're of beast. Very aggressive. I saw them gang up on people and all, go following them down lanes and everything. I'm actually not fucking messing. Like, I've seen people in Holt having chips and everything, and then they walk up lanes, and on the off chance, they might drop something, they get followed up lanes and all, for a slash by seagulls. That's a that's serious truth of life, Mike. You know, there's like, there's a serious truth of life. Is that seagulls, animal facts. If you go up a lane, a seagull will follow you. To watch you slash, and for a hope of a chip. I don't, yeah, maybe, I like, I would be afraid to piss in front of a seagull in case they confused my business for a Sakampi. That doesn't say much about my business, but I will be afraid of it. I will be afraid of it. They're so aggressive. Like you throw one chip and you think, oh, it's just, I'll feed They'll one go, bird. No, bad idea. Never and next thing food. they start fighting with each other and rah, this horrible noise. It's horror movie we, stuff. We drove all the way out to Hoth because my mom, literally on Saturday was like, are you guys going out? And I was like, where? And then we didn't know what to do or where to go and loads of people had suggestions and I was like, Joe, I don't think I have patience for outdoor dining or any of that shit tonight. So we said, fuck it, we'll drive out to Hoth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we said we drive out to house. Also, I don't think I'm going to the best place for chips. I, we're going to the like the the more known two places, and they their chips aren't floating my boat. No, I prefer the and other also, one. The one with the, the crab on it. Where? Oh yeah, I'll have to I get prefer yeah, that one. Yeah. So anyway, also, what's through the chippers on the north side? Half nine, your woman aunt sweating off her face. Her name was Nan, but like sweating yeah. off her face, trying to close. I'm like, it's half nine. Like trying to close. Yeah, ten o'clock. Chips all the way till like twelve o'clock on ah, the south no, side. Ten so o'clock. Close. Is that because of the tuggery? Anyway, That's so tuggery. So She's anyway, a fucking outrageous. Right. So we went all the way out to Hoth, <laughs> got our chips. And then we drove, which I've never driven down the side of the pier. Because we usually go to the far side where the to- you know where the toilets are and you can walk down oh, the yeah. pier. Whereas we turned down this side where right is, I don't know, you could sit. There was little restaurants the whole way down. Oh, all the way down. to uh, The lovely restaurants down there. Yeah, yeah, so we were saying we might come out there one of the evenings and do that. Anyway, we drove all the way down and we parked. And so there was a, there was a feckin' chip, ship, boat coming in. A trawler. Yeah, that. 
and Joey thought it was like Deadly's Clash. He like giving his thumbs up and all, like he was out on a fucking school tour. <laughs> yeah, I saw his video. And then we we then we realised we'd driven the whole way to Hoth to sit in front of a fucking massive pile of rubble. Yeah, they're doing that's, some work that, there. Literally, I just started that going. That's all we can see is the rubble. But in fairness, we didn't give a shit. We were out of the house for a bit, and then we were driving home. And jo- so we explained this. We won't go into the full reasoning behind it. But Joey's brain works on cars, wheels, and you had put up something ages ago and he went he saw something in the background he saw the car he saw my mom's car he saw your mom's car it. and weird. then he saw your wheels and he yeah. went because as we were because I've always said it like we know I'm always like that's the road I, but it's a I'm like sure he could be any house on this road and then and he goes I'm telling you now and then he was that I guarantee you that's PJ's gaff and I went and he goes take a picture and send it to him and I went that's a bit creepy and he went fucking send it to him yeah <laughs> and I was like he's probably sitting in his room interfering with himself anyway took a selfie <laughs> sent it to you and I you're like I was interfering with myself I was yeah. brushing my teeth with an electric toothbrush See, I was right. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yes. Yeah, so well, then, I was in bed actually, but so we were like, we sent it or whatever, and then but yeah, I was just like, you're a weird, you're a strange, you're a strange little man. But yeah, so that was us. So we we went across. We had a nice time in Hoth, um, but I, we, I'm definitely not going to the right place for chips. Also, do you go to Canara? It's oh my god, I love it. It's right beside the house. That's the best. Well, I was trying I, to I, give away where Gaff was there, but now everybody knows. Oh, um, yeah. I do go there, yeah. It's very close. It's very close proximity. The crab claws. I've had the crab claws. That's all. I think I've I'm going to go. I've had the monkfish. All I'm thinking about is Canara. I, it's amazing. And they don't do crab claws in their takeaway menu, but no, they're they opening don't. now. So I'm like, because we have one in Ranla. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. You'll have to come to Canara for a, a oh, takeaway with That's us. one of those places for that. An outdoor dining. For an outdoor dining. I'm so sick of outdoor dining. I've only done outdoor it once. fucking dining. The, gl- the Glenside. <sighs> Had their Fucking car park sandwiches on the side of the bleeding road. That's what it is. You know what I mean? We're do- that's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> you have been out our way. You, have you been out by the walking centre roundabout, Al? Because I know you're kind of out yeah. about that. Have you seen the cherry tree roundabout? Yeah. Yeah. So they've tables. The, you know the walking centre roundabout, which yeah. my dad used to call the busiest roundabout in Europe. Yeah. It is. Yeah. There's people in Spaghetti at the Arc de Triomphe at that roundabout at the bottom of the Champs Elysees that talk about the walking centre roundabout. <laughs> they say, they say, you think you think this is bad, sacre bleu. And they talk about the I don't know what roundabout, right? Yeah. <laughs> so there's there's tables. The I was it's like, can mobbed, I yeah. can I get a table just beside the walking centre roundabout? So the whole way along that side of the walking centre roundabout, because like, oh, they're all desperately trying to use whatever outdoor space they have. Yeah, and theirs is. At the walk and stand roundabout. So, like, we're going around the walk and stand roundabout, and you just see all these lads sitting in their Dublin jerseys on, on Saturday because they obviously got them for Father's Day out having a pint of 20 to 12 outdoor dining on the fucking walk and stand roundabout. So, it's like on the roundabout. I'll have a pint of Budweiser and on whatever. On the roundabout. It's, I swear, isn't it? Imagine, Alan, going, as you go around, imagine you going for your sixth round and you have oh, to well, cross my, the walk and stand roundabout. Yeah. That's like I do that everything in my power to, to not roulette. go through the walk and stand roundabout. Was it Italian 90? Do you remember yeah, that video from the Because Michael Groot's house. Is literally just up that road. You're, you're shopping. You're basically, you're telling everyone where everyone lives today. Yeah. 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 Who else do you want? <laughs> <laughs> who else lives in Walkinstown? Although in fairness, I fucking, <laughs> who else lives in Walkinstown? But in fairness, I obviously did myself because somebody, I had put up something, I think it may be the Bouncing Castle and someone sent me my address. Shut up. Yeah. Why would they someone like, do you that? You live here. And I went, what? And they were like, well, just not to freak out, but I, I knew by... And sent like a Google map of my house and I'm like I don't know, people are weird. Oh my god, speaking. But even like when you got stuck in your like traffic jam today getting oh, here. 
fucking strategy. Like he was able to just look on his phone and see where the traffic jam was because of Google Maps, like and see where the red line was yeah. about how bad the Literally traffic is. Literally, just and it just was there. It was the but come off the weird though. Uh, Harold's cross. Do that. That you you're, you're never you're never hiding anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? You can never. You can't just fuck off. That's what I did. That, I find a great solace in being able to just fuck off. Oh, you, you know? said that yesterday. You can't do that anymore. You can't just. Get fucked, you know. If so, like now it's at the stage where someone goes, ah, fuck off. You go, I can't. I'm trying. I'm trying to fuck Although off. Although we see the, and I the can't funny do thing it. is, there's is nowhere to go. You were saying that is a bad thing of you going because I did exactly the same. I looked at Google Maps because you were like, do you want to turn around and go home? And I went, I could see it's from, it was from Harold's Cross, yeah. literally at the bridge to here because the the car was here yeah. because the canal. You can't. There's, there's no fucking way around on the canal, right? But then the rest of the road is clear, and I'm sitting like that going. If I can just get to there, I'll absolutely billy it in. But I'm stuck here. Yeah. Like just sitting going. I know, yeah, yeah. But it was but a good thing that, for my maps. Yeah, it is a good thing. Yeah, I know it has its benefits. I'm just saying I'd Sorry, love to be able to right. fuck off every so often. But you can. You can just. You can't. You can't. You have to. Everybody knows. You have to. There's an answer. There'll be, people, there'll be police out looking for you now. If you're proper fucked off, people will say you were kidnapped. Oh, yeah, that's missing person can't. stuff. Yeah, I know. But years ago, you just went. Oh, you're just gone. I haven't heard from him in ages. Remember when people just used to say that? Where's Where's PJ? I don't know. I haven't heard from him in ages. Actually, it's funny you say that. And you get worried a year ago, boy, and you go, fucking all Christmas now. I'd say there's something wrong there. Someone give him a ring. In fairness, you say that though, because Joey did the same. Joey <laughs> no, didn't hear can't. from his brother in 12 hours and he went, just haven't heard anything from DA. Exactly. And I was like, oh, that's unusual. Has he been on his, Has he been online? And he goes, hasn't been online. So he texts his housemate going, is DA, is DA okay? Like, because we hadn't heard from him in yeah. 12 hours. This is why your granddad always got tick when you when you saw him and there was a big furore. You know the way? Your granddad go missing, your grandmammy you go missing and all. And there's always this, where is she? Oh, Jesus. Did she not leave a message anywhere? Oh, fuck. What are we going to do? Is she in the hospital? Call the fucking guards. And they call the guards and you call the ambulance. And then you meet her. And she's there. I went for a walk and then I changed my mind to go and see my sister. What the fuck is wrong with you all? Because she just, she just fucked off. And she she's didn't do anything wrong. And now she's realising she lives in a world where you're not allowed to just fuck off anymore. You have to check in. You have to tell people. Oh, my mum is offended. You have to be tracked by your phone. you got to have all this shit. Yeah, you get offended. And then you're like, fuck off. My mum gets offended when you say to her, which, by the way, she made us do our whole lives. So she m- minded the kids for a few hours on. Now, we were only out for like till whatever, just after 10 on Saturday night. And then we got home and I went, will you just ring my phone when you got home? And she went, what? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. well, she was like, I'm fucking cra- capable now of getting myself home, Suzanne. And I went, no, I know you are, ma'am. I said, would you just let me know you got home? And where would I be going? Yeah. Although, do you remember years she ago? She spent my whole life going, ring that phone when you get in or wake your father, not her. But are you wake old enough to remember when years ago, phone calls were ring so twice. expensive. Yeah, you would just the phone. Oh no, phone calls were too expensive. So what you would do, you didn't ring, get charged unless they answered. Up. So yeah. you would ring twice, twice or three times. Yeah. So you'd ring twice to say you got home yeah. safe and they'd hear it. Yeah. And then you'd ring maybe again or something. No, okay. we'd ring twice. So, oh yeah, so you'd have Did to you, leave? you have to do three of them and then you'd hang, hang up. up. And then if the young fella or something answers you, fuck you, you little Never, prick. There yeah. you go. I know that 25 pence. You swear I made a fuck of money. Made a 25 <laughs> pence down the swanny. Did you have money in the press for a taxi just in case? Yeah, we had it. Yeah, so we, there was had a stash. The corner, a stash. There was ca- that there had was to stop though because I kept spending it. Especially oh, when it got to be a teenager. Oh, you know, I know. Like, we had it in the corner. Everybody, sack of cans. It ain't for taxis. It's for my sack of cans. Up there, tucked <laughs> in the corner that if you ever got stuck, there was always, my mum was like, just get in a taxi. There'll always be money in the press. Here, come here. I have to tell you about my awful experience. What did you do? Um, with Twitter. Oh, uh, you are, but you can you take this shit too personally? No, what this have you isn't. Done? This isn't taking it too personally. This is like this was what, like full on. Yes. So what happened? 
So remember the picture I sent to you of my brother on the flight home from Denmark and that the man or man or woman, oh, the person across from him. Yeah. So I put up a picture on Twitter. He was I, wearing a full hazmat suit. Yeah, that so I, I simply said, my brother flew home to Dub- from Dub- my brother flew home to Dublin today. This person sat across from him. You cannot identify the person. You can't see anything about them. They're just wearing a full hazmat suit. Grant. <laughs> First couple of messages, Grant. Between 1am and 3am on that Friday night, I was called a bully. I was called a mean girl. I was told the person was dying of cancer. I was told the person had a liver transplant. Shut they up. then decided that it was a man. Then somebody else said it was a woman. Then people started to tweet today FM and demand I lose my job. Oh my God. Then people, so a man with a bunny suit with a union jack was like, it's actually two days later was still trolling saying it's a disgrace that this woman still has a show. What is your response today FM? Now, I don't even have a show on today FM. So he didn't even properly read. But it, it got to the point, there was so many, there was 600 messages of people telling me that I was a vile human being that I was a disgrace, that I shouldn't have 600. a job. 600 messages. Of, of abusive messages. Of abusive messages. Of people going, Fucking you hell. you are a mean girl. You're a bully. This is an unsolicited picture. 600 people calling your names is, so is the opposite of being mean. Like. So literally at, so it started, like one or two people started and then literally, I mean... So it was retweeted into some group or sent into some group or something for the Because I think a couple a of people retweeted it and were like, this is really funny. And then mm. it just, like, so between, I think like the first bad message came at like 11 o'clock and at three o'clock in the morning, I was awake and I ended up deleting the message. Oh my because God. Because the abuse. I only saw your response to it. Yeah, so then I just I put just up a message and just said, I just thought, I didn't I, I didn't make any comment and someone was like you're an absolute fucking disgrace that person has cancer this person is dying but nobody that, knows who this person is uh, and you know the irony of it was somebody else sent me a message on Twitter and said I work for a multinational and when we travel now we have to wear that suit sure. because they know that we're vaccinated but they for their she, he, he said for their side of the deal basically so that the company for care of duty for their employees he was saying they now make us wear these bloody suits he said so and like a like again, my brother had spoken to the person across from them and was like, and they were like, yeah, for work we have to wear them. So they were like, but literally, Fucking it was hell. like, so they they were tweeting like, and it was like there was three people in particular who they just went on every single thread, like yeah, everything, yeah. and just commented going, just went an, for you. Yeah, just went and was like, she's an absolute fucking scumbag. She's a disgrace. And was asking me and Today FM and everything and going, um, what is your reply? I presume this person, or I presume she'll be losing her job. Like, t- like literally three o'clock in the morning, sitting at the side of my bed, going, and Joey was like, he would fall asleep and he woke up and he's like, what's going on? And I was like, you're freaked now at this I'm stage. bawling. Like, I'm like, I'm absolutely bawling going, they're, trying to get my job they're trying to get me like and I was like and actually it just shows the the surface of it because they read the first line they didn't look down so nobody tweeted Ireland AM they literally all just saw a voiceover today FM and all just started like tweeting today FM and like someone going you know you're an, like that like literally it was like 
how can you live with yourself? How could you do this? Uh, how? So then, and then it was just all these women going, you're like, what a mean girl. Oh my God, you're such a bully. Like, But how? that must have been because it was put in some other form or something somewhere. Yeah. So Definitely. Even, like that That was a pylon from some oh, other place, it just, right? It just came from, from nowhere. And I was just like, and I, got, I was like, I can't reply to one because there's just so many. So then I deleted it. And then somebody else, like they were still all commenting on the person that I was. So it was like, yeah, really nasty, mean thing to do. And I was just like, I can't, I can't. And so eventually I just put up a message and went, just for the record, I just went, isn't this a mad, this could be our future of how we travel. I didn't comment on what they were wearing. I didn't comment yeah, whether they I know, were made or they were I kind of probably thought it was I a bit funny as well because yeah. it is, it's ludicrous that yeah. that's the world we're living you have to put on a hazmat But it's like, but also I just kind of, I'm just kind of going, no if you, what the if reason, you it's and awful. then the amount of people who sent me messages going, if you travel anywhere now, that's all you see in the airport. It's just fucking standard pra- practice. Really? But it was like, it was like I picked the perfect storm of Twitter that night. But to, this is how bad it was, right? To the point that I was on air on Today so FM. All that be kind thing was just such a lot bullshit, of bullshit, like, wasn't it? It's always the same fucking people, though. The same fucking people who do people be kind that also say, no, fuck you. But yeah. no, no, we're saying fuck you because you're not kind enough, so fuck you. You know, it's like it's. But it was like, and then someone else said, you know, oh, I hope, you know, like if your kid, like something about my kids, which is just like, what the fuck do people be at? But anyway, when you bring my kids into it, I just get a bit wobbly. But like, yeah. as in, you know, what? how would you like someone to take a picture of your child and do that? Or like, and I'm going, you, you, there's no reply. There's no, it was just a full on everybody in, everybody. And I, even when I got rid of it, actually Anton Savage sent me a message. I was like, fuck me, Suzanne. Are you okay? That escalated. And I was like, Anton, I just went. He goes, it's the, he goes, it's the funniest. He goes, even like if you look at some of the stuff. So anyway, I was really rattled. Saturday I still wasn't that great on it. And then Sunday, some fucking person in England with a fucking Union Jack starts tweeting Today FM going, when are you firing this presenter for fake news, for spreading fake news? They had seen it on Facebook screenshotted went to the trouble of I mean. finding me on Twitter yeah. and then started to then so, and then but like loads of those 600 people did that exact same yeah. bullshit the first time yeah. yeah so I was just like going but I went into work on Tuesday so I was covering for a week then on Today FM I swear to God I sat through the I was like I was on edge I just sat there on edge going I can't I actually I can if someone texts into the radio show or they go on there's like a radio thread on boards right and someone goes I fucking hate that presenter or I I can kind of take it like I kind of go Grant I'll listen to your when you're on air and I'll criticise you do you know what I mean yeah but when you when it escalates to that and happened when I you thought, know people are out for you but I was like they, they, but they, they weren't even it wasn't even like they were out for me they were just out for something on Twitter to that they decided that they were going to go and be absolutely horrified over that they Really, on a Friday night, if you're still tweeting someone that they're a monster at two o'clock in the morning, for po- you know what I mean? It was like it's it it just it really like really opened my eyes. Like it, one person on Instagram sent a message going, "Jesus, like does that did that person know that their picture was being taken? It might be a bit unsolicited or whatever." And I was like, as it turned <laughs> out, my brother chatted with them on the way home. But like, there wasn't that level of. But I went into work on on Tuesday completely on edge, like just was just like I, I physically am not able for that level of of nastiness like yeah. but and but even there's a there's a whole there's a whole website online that just comments on influencers and comments on instagrammers and the shit is vicious like 
Yeah. And I get it. Like, there's loads of people online I don't particularly like. There's loads of people online that I'm like, that's not legit. Or they're doing that for likes. Or, Jesus, that's a bit... But I wouldn't go out of my way to send them a message or to find them on Twitter or to go onto a website and slag them off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I like, it just... I was dehumanising someone. Once you dehumanise someone, it's very easy to do. Yeah. Like once you look at someone, once you look at the name, Suzanne Kane, the Twitter account, then yeah. you forget that it's a human being or you just don't care it's mm. a human being. So you just go, fuck you. It's so easy to piss on someone yeah. and just carry on with your day. But it's funny When you're not how... looking someone in the face, you know, like that, when you're not looking a human being in the face, it's very easy to be an yeah. asshole. Yeah. You know. I just, I just, so I, 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 it's it... like we, we, we all think we care about homelessness, but we don't. Do anything about homelessness because we're not looking at them as real people. Yeah. But when homelessness walks up and shakes you by the fucking hand, you suddenly yeah. realize what a problem it is. Mm. I guess it's the same in a way that you see people who are people just don't see human beings for being human beings and online anywhere. Like you know, you, they forget that you're that there's just a real live but person behind just, these you, accounts. Because I sat there going, I was like, "Am I?" I was like, "God, was that really bad thing? Was it really nasty of me to? Was I being nasty there?" And then I was like, "Cause I," and I'm like, "I didn't mean it." And I actually thought it was funny, but I didn't mean it in a funny ha 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 laugh at you, nasty. I just think, "Oh my God, this is our fucking lives. This is a pandemic. This is this is a true representation of what a pandemic looks like. That this is perfectly normal." And it was like, "But is that pandemic related? It probably isn't, is it? Like that's just." People are going to do that. I, People were doing that before the pandemic. They'll do it after. But it'll pop up. So it could pop up somewhere else. Somebody else put it up on a different night, and it could. It, do you know what I mean? It was. Ju- it was like I. I don't know. It was that level, like that. I look at how it upset me and how it affected me. That I then go. There's kids going on social media, and they're getting cancelled, and they're getting piled on. Yeah. And I'm sitting at home, and I'm a grown up, and I know how that fucked me up, and I still know how I feel about it. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like. It, it it just it just cha- I don't know I like it fucking rattled me like I'm gonna really... get you is what it is isn't it yeah. I will fucking get you yeah. I just I just it's, it's also like people getting upset on behalf of somebody else yeah like, yeah the person that has me if if that person had tweeted you and said oh that's actually me I'd forever took it down you'd be yeah. like absolutely fine I'll take it down yeah but all of these people actually don't know what this person felt and maybe this person was like oh cool my pictures on Twitter you know yeah. they're like <laughs> yeah, furious it. on behalf of this person that none of them know who it is yeah. yeah you know it could be Boris Johnson sitting in the suit yeah and they'd be all like oh take Boris Johnson down if you can it could be a fucking you know? murder <laughs> but it's, they have a clue like, like yeah. and they're going mad at you for and I, I don't even get what was mean about it like I don't yeah, and that, but that, but it makes that's like I'm literally sitting at the, sitting outside the bed. At, but when they sent somebody sent a picture, going, "How you know? I hope someone fucking puts up pictures of your kids or something." I just went, "Yeah, so they, the they fuck lose are the we plot." Then. Here? Like, yeah, I'm just that is like, literally yeah. that. The plot is, yeah. well you know, true. and if if your kids get bullied in school, this is your fault. You did this. I'm just like, oh man, we've gone too far here. Like, I'd, but it 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 happened. I saw it happen. It's to people every day. Twitter, like Twitter, has been a weird space, but. Like, for a long time though yeah Jesus it's it, happening like, all the time though yeah. Twitter is a, like Twitter is a very dangerous place to hang around in yeah I just <laughs> Twitter's a dangerous place to hang around in it kind of felt because like why you would could, you stand on the road why would you be there like why would you stand on the road for people just to fucking throw mud at you do you know what I mean like, yeah. I don't think I've ever felt so fucking vulnerable in my life like and I yeah. couldn't do anything about it I couldn't no because no, there is no response because if you made any response yeah. it would make the thing worse. definitely worse yeah. there is no right answer that's the thing you have to you can't defend yourself you have to just shit get shit on yeah 
God, just get shit on. That That's horrible, the only like, way yeah. through it. The only way to look at light at the end of the tunnel is to just wait for them to pick their next victim yeah. and fuck off. Yeah. That's the only way. You cannot put fuel in the fire. And everything that comes out of your mouth, because they've already made the decision, you're a fucking asshole. Everything you say, they're going to find a hole and yeah. mo- um, wa- like yeah. walk all over you. Like you said, do you put up a picture with no comment at all no. on it. A bar, whatever. This I person said, was on a flight. I said this person flew home beside him. Right, so there, so there is no right answer then. Yeah. yeah. So you trying to defend yourself looks really, really, really bad to, to these people. Yeah. It looks really bad to so these people. So I just was like, I can't reply. Now she knows she's wrong. Now yeah. she's making excuses. Yeah. And, and then that was they it, pick so the like, sentence apart so it's taken out of context. You can't, so you just have to get shit on. But it's so, it's so, it just, Which it is rumbled. really bad bullying. Like, yeah, it's terrible. It rumbled like. into Tuesday. I was on Aaron today, if I went Tuesday, and I literally sat there going, I, they're going to come in and tell me to leave. But that's why when you get, when kids and all get bullied, that's what they say. They know that speaking up makes it worse. Yeah. Or, you know, back in our days, it definitely fucking did. It's, hopefully it's different now. But they know that speaking to defend themselves or telling someone made it fucking worse. Yeah, because then the person got called out and then they went in and said, you told your mom. You know, and it yeah. made it fucking worse. And that's what this is. This is exactly the same as that. It's exactly the same as that. But it so was, the person just, who's getting bullied has to shut the fuck up and just get hit. Yeah. Just get fucking hit. Yeah. It's I wrong, was, it like. Was, it was the most, like, truest of the bizarrest and, like... I just, I couldn't get over how badly, like how rattled I was by it. Like that even, I went in to do my show on Tuesday and I was like, oh, they're going to come in and tell me to leave or that they're going to, or those. I, and then I was terrified they'd find me, that they'd start texting into the radio station. I was like, they're going to start texting in now because I'm yeah. not doing anything on Twitter. They're going to find me here and now they're going to just start piling on and abusing me here. Now in fairness. Other than one man who, by the way, speaking of which, who texted into the show, I talk about country people, right? I said about, like, you know, when you go on holidays a million years ago and you meet a fella from the country, like, I don't know, from Kerry or Tyrone or whatever, and that you say, like, is they're going to be together forever? And you're like, whatever. <laughs> and then you get home and someone texted in and said that I used the word culture and that it's not culturally appropriate. And using the word culture is, is the same as using the N word. Culture! As soon as using the N word. Are you messing? Nope. Well, as someone who's 97% male, I am... I, well, no, I can't call myself a country horse too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was, that was the oh madness of what it. What a week you had. Holy shit, what a fucking week you had. Yeah. Was, oh, my God. Was, so I haven't done... I need to say, <sighs> I really haven't done a lot on Twitter. <laughs> do you, I'm oh afraid, I think I'm going to come off it. I don't... You're better I, off. To just delete the app off your phone for a while. I did it for how many months? Like, during the pandemic, I oh, had to get yeah. rid of Twitter because it was so horrible and so toxic. I couldn't read it. It really fucked me up. I it's fucking you, messed up my head. I tweeted so is... I just got rid of it. And it did me the world of good. Yeah. I, d- I just retweeted your thing about the defibrillator the other day. And... Um, I yeah, but I got, shoddy, I got shit over that as well by some Why? people. Yeah, that, you just get shit because Twitter's where you go to get shit. You know, Twitter's where you go to get shit. You get shit. That's just that So simple. are we all in agreement that there's nothing good comes from Twitter? <laughs> well... I mean, generally, most people, again, are all right, but you just have to, I mean, you just got to go there and take hits. It's like, t- it's like joining your local boxing club, isn't it? <laughs> you join your local boxing club and 99% of the people are really, really sound and they're really good. It's a great community and there's a lot of really, really nice people there and they look out for each other. And sometimes if you're fucking lonely, Twitter's not a bad place to go, but you're going to get punched in the face. 
You're yeah, going to get punched I in the face. I think I'm alright for getting punched in you the know, face. You know, you're going to get punched. So if you don't want to be punched in the face, don't go to Twitter. Don't join a boxing club if you don't want to be punched in the face. Go somewhere else. Join fucking, I don't know, get into badminton. What do you think? Is Instagram, Instagram is the badminton. Instagram is the badminton of social media. Twitter is the boxing club. You know, you can have a lot of crack, but you're going to get punched in the face. Instagram, yeah, fucking, you know, you bang the shuttle to each other. Fucking like, like, pop, like, pop, fucking like, pop, like. It's not even as fast as tennis. Everyone's fucking hanging around, looking at each other's fucking new sandals and sandwiches. You know, it's a, it's a gentler finding a, finding a coffee place, place to, to be. Pop up and, and then you got to remind yourself that badminton isn't the real world. Every so often you got to go, okay, life isn't a badminton match. All these fucking badminton players look fantastic and all, but this is just one fucking volley in the shithole of life as well. That's uh, true. And then, I don't know, go to TikTok. What's that? That's fucking oh, like hurling or something. Fucking rapid fire. <laughs> TikTok <laughs> is not my lane. I've no business. Do you know well, I've no I'm, business being. I'm 46. Know? If I'm on TikTok, I'm a fucking criminal. No. Oh, the, if you see there's a lot. It's only criminal, man. If you're 46 on TikTok, you're a criminal, man. Right. Do you know who I love on Instagram? Do you follow the pool boy? Follow the pool boy for your pool work. No, who's oh, I've never heard of? Oh, so satisfying! It's a guy in the UK, and he cleans pools, right? Never heard. What? Why oh, would I follow god. this person? Oh What's my up? god, you would love him. He's he's so so. I love him. He's English, and he cleans pools. And at the end of all of his stuff, he goes, "Follow your pool boy for the pool work." Now that's a really bad English accent, but you get what I'm saying. I'll find it. So he videos himself cleaning the pools. Yeah, the pool guy. So I've like, never heard of this. Look, so then he does little reels, right? So. So look, see the pool. Alright, come to get this pool ready for the summer. It's a little bit green. What I'm going to do is Wait, check the chemicals first. Obviously no chlorine and the pH is already looking really high. So what I'm going to have to Ooh. do is get some pH minus, so dry acid, acid, throw that in to in the lower pool. the pH. And then I'm going to get some chlorine granules and some what? shock. It's going to throw a that shock. in the pool, brush so clean the pool. disturb the algae. The pool was struggling to clear so I had to come back and flop the pool. Flop the pool. Which is what I've done and which is why it looks like it does now. that felt like a very visual thing yeah definitely I feel as, as an audience member I feel Sorry, like, I can see that she kept visual. saying look look <laughs> yeah. as it was playing Sorry, I apologize. but a very green pool does look very nice and blue like a holiday I'm pool at the end I will say now. that mad for a pool now I didn't you want one yeah oh I'd the pool guy and his oh gargle my own shite have, have a pool, a pool. Well, the, the pool amount one. of hassle are you joking I can hardly keep a kitchen and never mind fucking the hassle and follow your boy the for the pool work <laughs> I'm absolutely mad into him now he, he's deadly he just, it's just you know those really sad, it's like the ASMR that you hate yeah but it's really satisfying week, where, be obsessed with this shit I'm telling you now follow your boy for the pool work <laughs> um, now let me see uh, I like him a lot oh also question here's something I was talking to someone the other day who've been out, obviously outdoor dining, have been out on the Rizzer, the Rizzer Razor on the Alpine Saru. And they were talking with sleep paralysis. Oh, have you ever had that? No, right? Yeah. Have you had this? Yes. Have you had the man? No, I haven't had the man, but I felt the weight. I felt the weight of the man. Stop. So. I've had the weight of the man. This? Have you heard of this, Alan? Yeah, yeah. I have, n- I have, my hands are sweating already. 
I have never heard of this. Actually, now I'm getting anxiety talking about it. It's terrifying. So he was saying to me, he goes, you know, the prat. And I went, well, I've not kind of heard of that or whatever. And he goes, but you heard about the man. And I went, I don't. Oh, the man. I've never heard about the man. And he goes, so the man came last night. Oh, Jesus. And I went, what the fuck is the man? Now, you know what? You know, one of those things where they're like, I'm like, I really want to know about the man, but I don't think I want to. I started crying when he said about the man. (laughs) So the man whispered to him. We'll talk about what the man is in a second. So the man whispered to him. So he lives with somebody else. So let's say the person he lives with is Sean. So he went, I'm going for Sean. I'm back for you now. Fuck off now. Right. This is not the man I ever met, thank God. Right. Yeah. So he could feel the man was in the room, couldn't see him. Sitting on his chest. No, he said he just felt him behind and then the man went, he said the man was at the door, then felt him behind, couldn't see him. And then man went out and then he said he kind of was like <gasps> trying to pull himself out of it. And he said then he felt the chest and the man was like, so, so two of his friends lived together and they'd all been out at the thing. And he said, I already so say PJ and Al. He said, I've already got PJ and Al. You're next. Well, then this is all, you're going to have to tell me more about this man because... The man I've heard about when it comes to sleep paralysis. Can you deal? <laughs> the man I've heard about when it comes to sleep paralysis is the man that sits in your chest, right? And if you look back just through the years, chest. hundreds of years, there's all these amazing paintings of the demon that sits on chests and the man that sits in the chest. It goes back years and years and years because when you get sleep paralysis, obviously you're in a dark room when this hits. You wake up suddenly, your body does not move. It cannot move. Again. You cannot breathe. Nothing happens. Yeah. And then you try to make a sound and you can't because your vocal cords, everything's shut down. Yeah. But you feel this weight in your chest and this is the man <laughs> sitting on your chest. And then people so and you can feel it. It does feel like somebody's literally sitting on your chest. And then but before your own breath kicks in, I think a lot of the times you can hear your own breath going before you feel it. So it feels like There's the man. somebody's sitting on your chest breathing in your ear, which is a fucking horrifying thing. Yeah. And, but they, you know, and then it's that gasp and trying to speak. You go, your own fucking breath terrifies you. But I've never heard of the fucker standing behind you. This is so, a whole new man for me. So this is it. Have you had a man standing behind you? Uh, no, and I would die. Yes, well, I would die as well. He going to kill you anyway. So I've never heard matter. of I've never you heard of yourself or the man kills you it's hard stuff no but yeah. I've only heard of a man who sits on you who no. sits on you or so who puts his googled, weight on your chest he googled it after right and was like so like that he said there's the man with the pressing on the chest yeah. but then there's the man that you feel but he said apparently it just it just depends on whatever your particular fear or whatever your mind allows the man to be so his thing was that the man was gone to kill his Jesus Christ! His, uh, that's awful. Roommate and had the two people he was out with. He, the man was gone. They to were kill. dead already. They, he'd already killed them. and He's going to kill them next because he said he'd <laughs> slightly woken up, had paralysis, but could breathe and was trying to was aware. It was like oh, this sleep paralysis. Okay, well, yeah, I need to try you're and still in that dream stage. Yeah, as he was well. like, come on, come on, come on. I was doing to try and do whatever. You can't do anything. You lie there and panic. Couldn't. He said the panic, and then he said he obviously just went and went back asleep again, and then. As you say, it probably was his breath going, <gasps> but to him then it was like, <sighs> and the man, yeah. he said the man was at the door. Then he said he could feel the man behind him. And I fucking haven't slept. Because the man, because the man's coming to get you. Well, I look it up. Well, you can look it up. You'll see it load. The best thing about street sleep paralysis is looking up the, um, the if you can find them, the, all those old paintings, because they're horrifying. Ooh, of awful. demons and all of those things. and little. <gasps> di- terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <You see? laughs> ah, 
Yeah, absolutely scary. And some people get to awful night terrors. I know people, I know a oh, couple of comedians. Oh, she gets horrific night gets terrors. the worst night terrors and freak yeah. out. And I used to go out with a woman and she used to get terrible night terrors. Like she would wake up and start running around the room sometimes. Have you seen Mike Birbiglia? He sleepwalks. Yeah. You see yeah, that? He's, he's brilliant. He's yeah. brilliant. He, he has to sleep in a whole suit. Shut up. Yeah, because he, he completely like goes... Um, You're kidding. Yeah. Condition may uh, occur in those who are otherwise healthy, those with narcolepsy... Uh, may run in families as a specific, and never say that word, genetic changes. Conditions can be triggered by sleep deprivation. Fuck, it could happen to me. Uh, psychological stress, that's me as well, Twitter. An abnormal sleep cycle. Like, literally, I take all those three boxes. The underlying mechan- mechanism is believed to involve dysfunction or EM sleep. Sleep paralysis is a commonly experienced by lucid dreamers. Someone lucid dreamers are used to a method of having lucid dreams. Diagnosis is based on the person's descriptions. Other conditions can be present similar to narcolepsy, uh, atomic seizures, hyperleukemic parodic paralysis. Where's the man? Um... <laughs> I'm actually sitting, my mouth is a bit like, whoo, I don't know. Um, prevention, don't go to sleep. Oh, that's the demon. If even put it in sleep paralysis demon and you'll get all the you'll get all the uh, stuff about it. I'm going to put in sleep I'm, paralysis man. I, yeah, but I'm de- not putting in demon. It's your... <laughs> oh, you have to put dead man. Man in room. Oh, demon in bedroom. Yeah, the demon, yeah. Little oh, fucker. Paralysis. Oh God, I don't know. Do I really want to read this? Yeah. Can someone wake you from your sleep paralysis? Sleep paralysis demons, what's really going on here? Okay, hang on. Oh, this looks like Healthline. This looks like a legit. Oh yeah, no, you're not going to get the the ancient shit. You wake in the middle of the night and there's a menacing presence that you can feel uh, and you can see when you open your eyes. Scared like the Dickens, try to scream and bolt, but you can't. It's like you're paralysed and being held down by an evil presence. What in the world is happening? Three words, sleep paralysis demons. It's a thing and you're not the only one who's experienced it. Read on to learn more. How people describe it. It's like a demon that's trapped in your body, unable, you're unable to move or scream and it depends. Uh, It's faceless. It's shapeless presence uh, trying to suffocate you. Yeah. Otherwise described as a creepy old hag with claws. Fuck me. Some see as an alien. Some experience it to be an alien abduction. Others uh, demon look like a dead relative. Wonderful. My dad could be in. Um, different cultures, different explanations for sleep paralysis. Canadian uh, attribute the sleep analysis to the shamans. The Chinese folklore says it's vengeful spirits that are suffocating their enemies in their sleep. Yeah, that's That'd a good one, isn't it? 600 people from Twitter. Brazilian folklore says that it's Pazaria, which is Portuguese for she who steps. She's a crony with a long fingernails who lurks on the rooftops at night. Jesus Christ, then walks on the chest of people in their sleep with a belly up on full stomach. I don't know. Are the demons real? Of course they're not fucking real. Now, don't be starting that. <laughs> the short answer is sort of. The paralysis is real and it's called sleep paralysis. The phenomenon of seeing someone demon-like while experiencing sleep paralysis is also real. It's called a a hyphalotic hallucination. Hyphalutin. Yeah, exactly. As for the demon itself, we're not real, they promise. However, they might be a shred of fruit in the belly up component of the Brazilian fairy fable. As it turns out, you're more likely to sleep, experience sleep paralysis uh, while sleeping on the, on the, your back. Oh, you are, yeah, because they say on your chest. It's always on the chest with me anyway. Oh my God, so much to or it. twice that I've had it, always. So I, I had never, drama. I thought I was one of the only people who had never heard this. Oh no, it's a thing. Yeah. Oh, fuck oh it's a thing. There's a friend of my wife's who gets something like it, and uh, whenever they are together in like uh, you know a hostel or something, 
she regularly hostel. We're we're cool. Yeah. We hostel. She uh, would regularly about. wake up one of the other friends and just be like, There's a man on the end of your bed. Oh for what? fuck's sake. <laughs> Freaks the fuck out of all Oh my of them. god, that's not on. I'd yeah. never go away with her. That's not on. I would never speak to that person again. I'd be like, I'm so sorry, but yeah. I just don't like you as a person anymore. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, that's horrendous. Yeah. There's someone at the end of your yeah. bed. Oh, I don't like it. That's the most there's, horror movie thing. There's another like. one then there's there's a man at the door. Uh, yeah, and then it's like he's gone to the kitchen. <laughs> he's gone to the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Who is? He was do, you know, the man. Yeah. do you know the only thing that I've ever ever experienced that's been anywhere like that? But I think again, it was grief. Not about uh, not long after my dad died, I woke up crying, and I thought my dad was sitting at the end of the bed, <gasps> and I said to him, I was crying, and I said, I've been looking for you everywhere, and he was like, I've I've been here all the time. Have you ever seen the episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? <laughs> I'm not fucking around here. It is one of the greatest. I greatest, wasn't never that way to Greatest episode of TV I've what ever seen. We're actually watching Buffy at the moment. Are you? Are you? <laughs> yeah, well, you're going enough. to get to an episode. Here's the treat. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get to an episode. This is a slight spoiler, right? right. You're going to get to the episode. Well, no, no, I don't want to say it because it will ah, be go on, Scran. It's like a 20-year-old show. We're going to get to the episode where her mother dies. Right. And that episode is one of the greatest episodes of TV you are ever going to see in your fucking life. Because can Buffy it's, see dead people? No. It, w- listen, of course she can. She's a fucking vampire slayer for the love of Jesus. Everyone right, in the okay. fucking thing is dead. But the whole, but there's this amazing episode and there's no music in it. Right. They kill off all the music. There's no music. It's shot completely different. It's directed totally <laughs> differently. And it sums up the death of a parent in a way I've never seen it done on TV. Really? You know this shit that you're talking about now? This fucking weird, semi-hallucinatory fucking at, uh, subconscious where you start having these very lucid conversations with dead people? Yeah. I'm fucking... It sends me... In, I couldn't believe how realistic really? it was. Really? So there's these moments where she has these very brief, very flashes. strange... Flashes and proper conversations like that. I had those things. I remember walking into the room. I remember having this um, dream. I swear to God, I thought it was so real. Where my father walked into the room and I said, you're dead. And he goes, yeah, I know. Yeah. And I was like, but you're dead. And he goes, it's all right. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then you wake up in the cell. Ah! Bastard. Cold, like hair standing on edge. Really, really weird. And people have had this said this stuff too like just like you just yeah. told me now just this amazing story you just told me like where it's, it's so loose and so real and it's like not just a dream it's like a thing but you I can will never forget but I can still feel it you can I still can feel, feel it. him pre- like yeah. sitting on the bed like you know I still, the, like, you know the, I've goosebumps the now yeah I've goosebumps yeah. now I still have to I still yeah. get a really direct emotional yeah. response to it. Yeah. well this episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer is all about I kind of want to go moments. and watch it it's all about those moments and I am fucking it's so good it sums up so well and have there's you no music it's flash weird fucking weirdly emotional space that you're in when someone dies where you're not sad and you're not happy because you haven't gotten to yeah, either end yet. That's it, yeah. You're just in this really weird, Numb. functioning, strange fucking place where you're reacting to things. Yeah. And it's the whole episode's about that. It's oh brilliant. My God. But did you have them with your dad, those random... Like, I don't... Like, I don't have... I haven't had... Lo- but I do... I, and it was exactly that. I the that initial shock of him being dead and the actual reality of grief. I was somewhere transient in the middle of them. And I, but I, I can, I, I know it's mental, but I can still feel. I like I still lived at home and at the, where he would have sat at the end of my bed, we'd come in for a chat. I can still feel that the like my my duvet was pressed down. Like I can feel it at my feet. Yeah. That someone had sat at my duvet, and I looked, and I was like. I've been looking for you everywhere, and he was like, "Well, I've always, I've been here," but I knew he was dead. Do you know, and I, but and, but I remember that feeling yeah. of going, "Oh, that's okay, you're there." 
like it was it was like everything lifted for a second it's weird, it was like yeah. he was there and I went oh that is, you're there that's Fucking all I needed you. but then I used, I used to go asleep at night though sometimes because I'd be like you know people would pray to see their dead people I used to go asleep at night going dad don't now fucking oh turn is that up. regular yeah, lots of people I know would like pray to say like, show me a sign that you're there. Or oh, no, like, I know that, but I I'd be like, I'd be like, going now, don't fucking appear. I don't want you to appear. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It wasn't that he was appearing all the time. It's no, just no, that no. Ple- I, I didn't do it. Yes, they don't do it. Don't yeah, do it tonight. Right. Yeah, it was just I didn't want to, uh, you know, a continuation <laughs> of like. But it, it, I never, I can feel, I could feel him being there, and I could feel the relief of going, ah. I was looking for you and, and he was going, sure, I'm here. Like, I've been here all the time. And I was like, oh, OK. And I wasn't afraid or anything. I wasn't like a... Yeah. It was just like a kind of relief. And then I went back to bed. Season five, episode 16. Where are you in your season? Oh, only on season two, so... Oh, oh. FF. FF. Yeah. I'm going to stop watching now. It's all been spoiled anyway. So. No, it Her mom dies. <laughs> season five, episode 16. FF. And, and what's good about it is she doesn't die from any weird ghostly shit. She has a brain aneurysm. It's a, it's a real normal oh, right. episode. <laughs> It's a real normal thing. Yeah, well, I look forward to it. Winner all round then. Yeah. Brain aneurysm. There you go. For a Tuesday Something to look forward to, eh? Yeah. Anyway, that's all my news. Have you anything fun to bring to the table? No, I think that's it. No, I I think I came in relatively grumpy and I'm leaving pretty much the same. Wonderful. Yeah, talking about my problems just makes me realise they're there. Um, So, um, yeah, I'm happy enough. Yeah, no, happy about it. So uh, that's us, I guess, for this week. Yeah, that's us for this week. Uh, I won't be late next week. Well, are we going to record on Monday then again? When yeah. is this going out tomorrow? Yeah, I'll, why I'll not? Try and get it out today. Yeah. What day is today? Today Thursday. is Thursday. I fucking no idea. My kids aren't sleeping at the moment. None of them are sleeping. No, nobody in my house is sleeping. Elaine's not sleeping. It's too warm. Do you think that's what it is? Just it the is heat for me anyway. It's too thick and warm. No, I just think. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I'm sorry, Alan. It isn't. You're going to have to reanalyze why you're not sleeping. Actually, a better idea. Like Oshin, who sleeps all of the time. Oshin, like, and he does this thing because he's in the attic. No, Alan. <laughs> that's not why you're not sleeping. Oshin's in the Fucking attic. Poor excuse, my and friend. You just hear him going, "Hello, hello." <laughs> Is anybody there? And then one of us has to go up and then Hannah or Hannah's just like a little she looks a bit demonic she's like a little sleepwalker and I was asleep and I just felt like it's something against my nose and I just opened my eyes and she's like that. Mom. I was like Hannah. And she's like um, can you come in and read my story? I'm like fucking hell. <laughs> Yeah. And no. then Sadie wakes. It's just like literally. You're going to have to start doing the shit they used to do to us when we were kids and say Fenigan. the Pokemon is under the bed. No, Hannah yeah. has anxiety at the best design. Yeah, when you get out of bed at night, that dog about fucking eat I used to be afraid of going along the side of my landing because my brother used to tell me that like uh, someone will grab your legs. Yeah. You well, know, like the banisters. You, yeah, I used to be afraid to get out of the jacks to go to the jacks in case the hand would come out and grab me lang- ankles when yeah, I was going to the toilet. that's a normal well, one, right? You know, the hand. Yeah. yeah All that normal shit. There you anyway, go. Anyway, we're, we're glad we've brought you fucking terror today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm delighted we had a bit of terror in the podcast today. We need to find a scientist to find... Well, do you know what? By the time we meet on Monday, loads of things will have changed. Yeah, so let's... Uh, yeah, we'll do that. Do you think that. I'll be going to Portugal in August? I don't know. Honestly, I just don't know. I really don't know. I hope so. So do I. Yeah, I really hope so. Yeah. I hope I'm going to the Bowls match. Well, no, I won't go to the Bowls match. I'm not allowed to go to that. When's the Bowls match? Oh, no, it's like uh, two weeks or something. Like How many that. people are allowed to go to that one? Nobody. No, you need, you're not supposed to still non-essential travel is the thing. So I have to wait. So hopefully you if they get travel through. travel around the country now. No, it's Iceland. Oh. No, the Iceland game. So hopefully if <laughs> they get, get past... Could you get a job to the names on that? No, I don't think so. Can I take the names for everybody getting on the But plane? if they get through the Iceland one, then um, it'll be somewhere in Luxembourg in August. So maybe that'll be the one. So we'll what see. date is that? Oh yeah, we're allowed There's to travel no from yet. the 16th of July, aren't we? 
was supposed suppose, to be. Supposedly, which is something I love saying. Supposedly. Supposing, supposing, supposedly, probably we will, yeah. What does your mom used to say? Supposing, supposing, there's something, something. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Right, well, listen, thanks for listening. Um, That's it, really. That's it. See yeah. you later. Peace. Talk to you Monday, you know. Or watch, Tuesday, watch or whenever out. it's out again. Watch out for the demons. <laughs> this show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Head Stuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.